And thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Sunflower Nation Ladies in Leadership podcast. Today uh, is going to be our second uh, episode where we are doing really an introduction to the Sunflower Nation. We're doing four weeks of introduction so you can learn a little bit about me, learn a little bit more about the organization. And then uh, after the four weeks are over, you will start meeting some of our special guests who will be joining us every week. This week, we had a, a special event. We're doing a three-week series on the theory of the strong Black woman uh, balancing careers, family, and self, which also happens to be my dissertation topic. So we're really just pulling that study apart and exploring the topic with women in general. And this week's topic question was, how do Black women in leadership identify with the strong black woman schema. And the conversation was absolutely amazing. I want to thank everyone who joined us. We had a great crowd. Uh, we were co-sponsored with the Mocha Moms of Bergen County, which I am also a part of. So I definitely want to thank them for their participation and support in the event. We had two great guest speakers, Dolly Carrington and Mary Sessoms, who added a lot of depth to our conversation. And the way we basically uh, ran the session was to discuss how do they view being a strong Black woman? Is it a positive thing? Is it a negative thing? Uh, what makes someone strong? Uh, what makes someone weak? And ultimately, is their perception of the strong Black woman one that they would want to pass on to their own daughters? And so I'll just tell you a little bit of the highlights of that conversation before we go into our own topic for today. And ultimately what we were trying to identify were the characteristics. What makes someone a strong black woman, right? Ultimately, what makes someone a strong woman? And the key takeaways were that being a strong woman uh, required you to number one, be able to allow yourself opportunities to be weak. I'm gonna repeat that. Give yourself opportunities to be weak. And so often we think that uh, being strong means that you cannot show any emotion and you have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. But um, based on the feedback that we got from the audience, we really learned a lot that things are shifting. And those responses actually uh, really uh, coincided really well with my actual research uh, which I entitled at the very end, I changed the name to the evolution of the strong black woman because I saw so much of the change uh, that women, black women in particular, are starting to experience as they are shifting their views of what a strong black woman is supposed to be. So I was really happy to, to hear that, that it is okay to have a moment of weakness and to acknowledge that you cannot be strong in every situation. Another takeaway was that you had to allow yourself grace. We're so hard on ourselves. Um, we, we challenge ourselves more than anyone else does. We are more critical of ourselves uh, than most people are. And so sometimes we just have to stop for a moment and say, you know what, you worked really hard today and it is okay for you to take a break. It is okay for you not to finish everything today. It is okay if you made a mistake. 
Give yourself some grace because we give grace to everyone else. If someone does wrong to us, we are very quick to say, oh, maybe, you know, they didn't mean it. Uh, even in our relationships at work or in our romantic relationships, we give a lot of grace to our partners. And so why not give ourselves that same grace? The other takeaway was that you had to be an overcomer. Um, so yes, for sure in life, obstacles are going to come from every direction and you had to be able to, to hang in there and overcome the different challenges uh, that you're presented with. And uh, those I would say were probably the most uh, popular responses to that question. Um, in addition, there was a lot of talk about where we learn how to be strong black woman. And that really a lot of times stems from our mothers, our aunts, our grandmothers, because they are modeling the example for us. And so uh, what we really walked away from the conversation saying was, you know, we have to be mindful about how we display strength to the next generation, because uh, if we do what our mothers and grandmothers did, which was to act like they could handle everything, that they never needed rest, that they could take on the world. Um, we're teaching that to our girls as they're coming up. And those are not healthy behaviors or healthy attitudes because ultimately you do burn out and we do need rest and we do need to provide ourselves with grace. And so I just wanted to give that little feedback, those little nuggets uh, that we got from this past week series and uh, we do have another session coming up on March 1st. If you did not get an opportunity to join us uh, for that discussion, you can definitely log on to the website sunflowernation.net and you are able to view uh, the full discussion right on there. Um, so I definitely hope that you will log on to sunflowernation.net and uh, take a listen to the conversation. So today I wanted to talk about the power of words. You know, as leaders, uh, we have a responsibility and it's a great responsibility uh, to ensure that those who we are leading uh, have the right guidance. It is an awesome responsibility. The Bible, uh, Proverbs 18.21 states, Life and death lie in the power of the tongue. The stakes are high. Your words can either speak life or they can speak death. Your tongue can build others up or they can tear others down. And so I want you to think about that. Like, what are you pouring into yourself, right? Who's talking over you? Whose messages are you receiving? Are you ensuring that the things that you are listening to, the podcast, the radio stations, are those giving you positive messages? Are those lifting you up? Because we all need some positivity poured into us on a regular basis. There's so much that goes on in the world every day. When you turn on the news, uh, you can always find something negative uh, going on, but it's not as easy to find positive messages. And so we have to be intentional about what we decide to pour into ourselves because what we have within our cups, what we have poured into our cups is what is going to overflow and pour out of us. And so if all we have are negative messages, I can't do this. Um, this is too 
too expensive. The budget is high. We're in a recession. Um, if that's the only thing that we are hearing, that's what's going to pour out of us, right? We are going to live in a state of stress and fear, and we're going to instill that in the others who are around us. So as leaders, we have a responsibility to be intentional about our actions, about what we listen to, what we read, so that we're pouring those things into us that are telling us that we're going to get through this, that you are great, you are beautiful, you are awesome, you are intelligent. Listen to those messages, right? And then let that pour out of you. Because when you have a colleague or a team member who is struggling, you're going to remember that you are great. You're going to tell them you are great. You got this. You can do it. There's nothing that you cannot do. So I just want to encourage you today uh, as leaders to just think about words, the words that we use and the power that they have and the impact that they can have on others. You know, I was speaking to a friend today and she mentioned uh, that she randomly sent out a text message to a group of people, like some motivational words. And uh, the day after she got a phone call from saying someone saying, hey, what what did you send to, you know, this individual? Because she called me and she was crying and she said, I don't even know what I said. I think it was like some some scripture or something. And what she later found out was that same individual that she sent that message to was contemplating suicide in that moment. You never know uh, whose life you are going to touch with your words, who you are building up or who you're tearing down. So please remember that life and death lie in the power of the word. And we have a responsibility to speak life into people. You don't want it on your hands that you're the one tearing somebody else down and breaking their spirit. So my Sunflower Nation, I want to thank you um, for those of you who reached out to me from my first message last week. Uh, my father is doing okay. He is stable. Uh, he is uh, currently working uh, at the rehab, doing physical therapy. And like I said last week, we are praying for a breakthrough and a full recovery for him. So again, I thank you all uh, for reaching out for your comments and your notes, uh, just wishing him well and wishing our family well. So as I get ready to sign off, um, I just want to remind you that Next week, we will have our third episode of our introduction series, and uh, we will be starting on Monday, actually, our motivational messages, which are called Sunflower Seeds, where we are going to sprinkle some positivity into your week to help you grow. Um, so I definitely hope that you will, again, check out our website, sunflowernation.net. Um, to uh, view those videos and connect with us. Um, we are on all the major uh, are on all the major social media platforms. And so I want to thank you for tuning in today uh, for this episode of the Sunflower Nation Ladies in Leadership podcast. May your heart be filled with the brightest of sunflowers, even on the cloudiest of days. This is Dr. Edith Banks with the Sunflower Nation, sending you love and positive vibes. <laughs>